there, and welcome back to My Sister is Your Sister. This is Karen, and I am so happy to be here with you today. We have so much to talk about. Oh my gosh. Let's see. Hmm. Why don't you grab your favorite beverage and sit a spell and do some sistering with us? We have so much to talk about, so much to share, and we hope that one of these days you'll be able to come and hang out with us on our podcast. Yes, you. Write us, say I want to come on the air, and let's do it. Well, let's get back to the program because Kelly's waiting for us. Hello and welcome back to My Sister Is Your Sister. I am one of your hosts, Karen, and we are here with the amazing Kelly. Good morning, Kelly. Good morning. <laughs> you goof. So uh, today I was thinking, mm-hmm. you know, um, I have felt through adulthood, it's it's kind of hard to stick with the friends that you've had all along. And I don't Ooh. mean stick with, I mean, so nurturing those friendships, creating new and, you know, even rekindling old friendships, mm. uh, friendships that kind of fell by the wayside because life got busy mm-hmm. or some relationships Um, Since we don't have kids, it was a little bit hard for me to be close with with people who had kids because before I was able to completely accept the fact that Frank and I weren't going to be able to. um, Yeah, it's a little difficult and a little overwhelming to be involved, so involved in people's life who have kids and it's constant go, 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 go. I mean, we did that with Kevin and Carla. We were very active with the kids growing up. Yes. And went to all kinds of sporting events. And that to me seems a little bit different than doing that with friends. You almost seem Mm -hmm. too, too, uh, needy if you're so active mm. I don't know I don't know but so getting back to the whole friendship conversation yeah. um, I had some really great friends growing up and when I kind of had to stop working I and didn't have the money to go out and be social, I kind of put a lot of those relationships on hold. Right. Um, because, you know, it's not fair to them. They don't want to hear the, the drama and the mess that you're going through. And uh, I chose a few years back to rekindle those friendships that were so important to me. Because, you know, they are. And I don't know anybody who could honestly say, oh, I'm 50 years old and I made a bunch of new friends. Mm. Eh, You know, I would much rather, you know, that Girl Scout song, make new friends but keep the old. Yeah, I'm good with that. (laughs) You know, one is silver and the other is gold. It's a great song. Okay. All right. 
Um, so my friendships that have been important to me all, all through my life, um, yeah. have been Pam, who I've known since I was probably seven. Yeah. Speaking of, uh, Girl Scouts. Oh, exactly. Um, and Rachel, who I met in my early twenties and she stood up in our wedding. Mm -hmm. Um, she and I worked together and that was like having another sister. Both of them were like having another sister. Right. Um, would do anything for you, you know, uh, want to hear the good and the bad and never judge great, great ladies, great friends. Yeah. Uh, so how about you? Where, you know, who are you? Of course there's Claudia. Yes. Who is, is like our third sister. Yes. You yes. know, I, I think when we have sister, when we have friends, they are more like sisters because most of them call mom and dad, mom and dad. Yeah, they do. You're right. And, uh, I just think it's fantastic to have friends who consider themselves and who we consider that close in our family. Mm -hmm. And I'm sorry, we're going to talk about your close friends. Yeah. My close, I'm totally fine with that. Yeah. I mean, I met Claudia when, you know, we were probably five years old as well. Uh, we started elementary school together. Um, I think she and I have been through a lot together. Um, we've certainly had our ups and downs in our relationship, but there was never any, um, you know, never any doubt that like she was my ride or die bestie. Um, you know, sometimes I do think like she, she knows everybody in the family, right? She's been around mm -hmm. that long. She's gone to plenty of like family things that she knows. Like if I mention somebody, she knows exactly who I'm talking about. And, right. um, you know, I, I, there is a period of time where I, I think I wasn't the best friend that I could be, but it was when we were in college, um, we went, you know, she went away to school and I stayed home and commuted for school. And at times I think like, why didn't I go visit her more? Like why? I mean, I, I went to school full time, obviously. And I also worked almost full time. So I'm sure that kind of weighed in on it. But I, I feel bad sometimes looking back that I only went and visited her maybe two or three times at school. Um, now she, she went where she went to I, yeah, Iowa. Mm -hmm. Katie did too, right? Yep. Yep. Yeah. Why didn't you go see them? I don't know. What's up with that? I'm assuming it was because, I, well, so I think there's a part of your brain that says like, well, you weren't invited, but also, oh, yeah. You know, so that's one thing, right? Like if, you know, but also I I don't, I never was like, hey, what are you doing this weekend? I don't have to work. I mean, you know, that was the reality. I always, I had to work every weekend. Um, so it's never like I had a weekend off that I could just go take the weekend. Cause it's not like it was far. What was that? A 
four hour drive, right? Because it wasn't that far from a home. Um, three hour drive, something like yeah, that. Yeah, it was it was three hours straight down I-80. With the because I was in what Des Moines? I I think so. I think so too. Um so so yeah, she and she's never she's never ever said anything about like, oh, why didn't you come visit anymore? Because I mean she's not like that. She's not like that whatsoever, but in my brain. Um and you know, I will say, like, obviously we were still close. There was a semester where, do you remember she went and studied abroad? Right. So she was in Spain for, I don't know, four or five months. Yeah. And I have a stack of postcards that she sent me while she was there. Really? She's good yeah. like that. She is good like that. She's very good. Like, she is... Um, so speaking of, she is, her language of love is giving gifts. Oh yes, absolutely. She doesn't necessarily, um, it's funny though, because that is not necessarily how she would want to receive. Like she's not concerned about receiving gifts, but she definitely is a gift giver. Oh yeah. She, and she gives amazing gifts. Yeah, she does. She's really Thought, good. thoughtful, very thoughtful, um, very thoughtful. Yes. Um, person appropriate gifts. Yes. hundred percent, hundred percent. So, um, but yeah, so we've had our ups and downs and, you know, obviously I feel like she's irreplaceable. Um, and I've had many a heart to heart with her about like throughout different stages of my life um about you know kind of like oh well you know you two have yeah. seen your our parents her her mom and mom and dad go through illnesses mm -hmm. surgeries mm -hmm. uh yeah i mean it it wouldn't be her if she didn't greet mom and dad with mama and pop pappy snedden mm -hmm. you know that's yeah. it's, it's just yeah how she is. Well, yeah. I, I I think it's one of those friendships that will last the stand of time. I think so and, too. And uh, you being in Florida and her being up here has not changed that at all. Mm -hmm. You know, when somebody goes, oh, your girlfriend moved to Indiana and I'm like, yeah, she's 30 minutes away. Right. It's, it's uh, a doable drive. Right. Um, Yeah. So I think some of our listeners, because our age brackets here go between like 30 and 60. Mm -hmm. we, we have quite a span. Um, what do I mean? I, I will say when, you know, speaking of your friend moving, I will say that when I moved to Florida, I definitely had concerns about making friends um because you know when we moved i was like mid what mid 30s early 30s god i don't know yeah mid mid 30s um and i think it's i think most people would agree that at this stage of your life normally you know 
women make new friends through their children's parents, you know, like their children's friends, parents. Um, so that was kind of like uh, a concern of that I had when we moved is like, how are we going to meet people? Like we don't have children to then meet their friends and their friends' parents, right? Through activities and such. Um, but I've got to say, I met a great group of friends after moving down here and um, still talk to all of them, see them frequently. And um, I have been very lucky uh, with with making new friends after after moving as an adult. Been very yeah, lucky. even mom and dad know your friends. Yes. Mm hmm. Yeah, mom have mom and dad have met them several times. Um, yeah, I think that's great. Yeah, I'm very um, yeah, because like I said, it was it was a concern. It was a concern for me. Um, you know, I am not um, as outgoing as some people. Like I think. Ryan is more outgoing than me. Ryan is definitely um, a talk to anybody type of person. Like, so if we were out at a bar having a drink, like he would for sure talk to the people next to us. That is not me. Um, right. That is not me. I am like. That takes me out of my comfort zone. Yes. But if somebody comes up and starts chatting with me, I'm good. No, I don't like that either, typically. Because um, I'm kind of like, why? Why are, why are you, yeah, why are why you are. talking to me? Why are you a creep? <laughs> I am very much like when when they went in on Stranger Danger when we were kids, I paid attention. Um, you took that shit serious. Yeah, I took that. Uh, you stop, drop, and roll in Stranger Danger? I got it. I got it down. <laughs> but do you have the tornado crawl? Oh, yeah, for sure. I also know you should go in the bathtub if there's a tornado. I got it. Girl, so, you listened. Yeah, I listened. I listened. I prepared. I prepared myself for emergency situations. Um, so, yeah, I took Stranger Danger to heart. And it's funny because people who know me know that uh, I am like, I don't want to say anti-stranger, but anti-stranger. <laughs> <laughs> I, am, I am hesitant around new people, I guess. I am, you know, but well, here's I, the thing. Here's uh -huh. the thing, I think. Because Ryan is like very, uh, we'll talk to anybody about whatever. Um, I then have the ability to warm up without pressure. Yeah. And then I'm fine. So I always joke with Ryan that when we tr when we make new friends that he is like the fishing reel or no he's the hook and I'm the reel. Gotcha. Yeah. Does that make sense? Cuz I'm Once you get to know me I'm much more personal. So he says <laughs> Can I pet your dog? Hey, can I pet your dog? <laughs> uh, 
Oh, that's what I say. I joke with him about that all the time. <laughs> about petting his dog? Well, I say that to him too, but. <laughs> Can I pet your dog? <laughs> but um, yeah, so I think also. I love when you explain things. You're like, he's the hook and I am the real. <laughs> I'm thinking to myself, what in the hell? <laughs> like I'm signing people up for some Ponzi scheme. Right? <laughs> it's a pyramid scheme. It only costs you $15,000 to get in on the ground floor. And what you get for it, you get to be friends with me and my husband. <laughs> Absolutely. You can come swim in our pool. We'll watch your dog. Can I pet your dog? Oh my gosh, hysterical. Hysterical. I'm gonna pet your dog. Oh, that is how it sounded. <laughs> it I was like, seems, wow. It's silly, but it's true. Yes. Because he, like I said, he's much more. You're the he's same way as me. Who is? <clears throat> you. See, I say hi and I, I'm very sweet to people, but my comfort zone Well, I'm not is, bitching to people. I say hi to people, but I'm not going to strike up a conversation. Well. I do the smile head nod with strangers. Oh. Um. Yeah, I, I, I could talk to anybody if they were sitting in my stylist chair. Yeah. I would, I've, I've said this for years and mom thought I was crazy. I would rather not approach somebody to be friends. Yeah. I would, I would much rather, if I'm going to meet you, you have to be in my chair and we have to have a conversation. Well, here's the reality. I think I'm going to, I'm going to, I'm going to peel away the layers on this one. Oh, that's because you got your game face on. You're in the arena. That's your arena. Oh, yes. My arena. I'm the same way at work. Like, I I don't, I can't just sit idly by and wait for, you know, I've got to be switched on. I've got to be on my game. On point. Gotcha. Yeah. Yes. So I feel like there's, that's almost like, getting your your armor suit of armor on you're ready like you're you know like this is part of this is part of what i've got to do as part of this role right so you, so you dive in and you do it so i feel the same way but am i gonna walk up and start a conversation with just some rando no probably not and if some rando starts a conversation with me i'm gonna give one word answers <laughs> <laughs> yep Mm -hmm. I'm going to put my headphones on. <laughs> Here's the thing. But I want to meet new people. I want to meet new people. But. On your terms. Yeah, I guess. But I don't know what people, those terms are. People have a tendency to come up at the very wrong time. Mm. Like. You're out to dinner and somebody's going to stop by because they noticed you and thought, oh. They look interesting to have a conversation with. You've mm. just verped. 
because you had some red sauce mm. and you're trying to recover and somebody goes, Hey, and I'm like, Oh, God. <laughs> my eyes are rolling back in my head. You want to know what's funny is, sorry, this is, I totally had a brain skip, but somebody that I work with or used to work with told me to my face, Oh my gosh, I used to think you were such a bitch, but you're so nice. I've heard that too. About me? <laughs> <laughs> Why? Yes, about you. Jesus. Maybe I got the maybe your I got sister the... has resting bitch face. You yes. what? I don't know. I, I would never say so. that about you. I was I being wouldn't say it about me either. Well, you can I can tell when you're like get the away from me. Mm, sure, you're my sis. You know, we have that unspoken language between us. Mm -hmm. If somebody were to come up to you and be like, blah, 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 and your eyes started going up and miss, you know, looking past them, I would come save you. <laughs> but I also think friendships grow because people that you're friends with have friends that you have similar interests in. Because yeah. you really kind of... Um, draw in similar people. Mm -hmm. uh, Pam That's is true. very, very outgoing. She has many oh friends God. and yes. friends that would do anything for her. Yes. Because she would go out of her way to help anybody in need. Yeah. Or even if you're a little bit in need, she'd be there to make sure that you didn't go without anything. Mm-hmm. Rachel uh, is a non-judgmental, supportive friend who will listen through everything thick and thin and be like, she's not going to tell you how she thinks you should fix it because she is doing her best to be there and be supportive mm -hmm. and, and to listen without judgment. Yeah. Um, I'm very, I, and I consider that I have a very small, very, very small group of girlfriends and that will be there no matter what. So I'm very lucky. Yeah, I agree. <laughs> I'll agree with that. Yeah, that I'm lucky. You know my girlfriends, you know yeah. I'm lucky. You are lucky. You are lucky. You got some good eggs. And, and, and some my, good eggs, yeah. And my girlfriends consider Kelly their kid sister too. Which also makes me lucky. Yes. You lucky bish. Yeah. Um so I will say what hmm. what changed my first of all, what changed my perspective when it came to friends that I had kind of stepped away from. We had a lot of health issues and mm. Frank had a lot of health issues over the past 20 years. And uh, I had multiple surgeries. Frank mm -hmm. had quite a few big things going on. And I had a friend who when Frank was going through his motorcycle accident and his um, 
sarcoid um, diagnosis, I thought that we were very close. Yeah. And it turns out she kind of ghosted me before I even knew what ghosting was. And she stopped returning calls. Mm. And you were no longer convenient. I, I had too much baggage, I think. We had gone to Jewel, and I'm pushing Frank through Jewel with um, a grocery cart, and he's in his wheelchair at the time. And we see her, so I wave, I wave, I wave. She's looking right past me, turns around and walks away. Mm. Um, Yikes, a row. That at that moment. That smarts. Yeah, at that at that moment, I decided perhaps it was not meant to be that I share what's going on in my life because it obviously affected our friendship. Hmm. And um, I think that's when I pulled away from everybody. Yeah. Uh, because things just weren't going well here with uh, surgeries and accidents and health care and you name it. It just was a hard time. So, um, and my other relationships definitely were affected because of it. Yeah. And uh, since then, I've gone to our 30th high school reunion, which is shocking that I would do that. Um, Cause that's not my thing either. Mm. But I went because Pam says, I'm going. And if you don't go Snedden, I'm going to kill you. <laughs> and, and I was like, okay, well, I had carpal tunnel surgery the day before. Right. And I was a hot mess. I had it the day before and I had three trigger fingers and it was either the day before or the day of. Might have been the day of. It's always a good idea to go out and about right after having surgery. I promised her I would go. And I went. We stayed three hours. That's I, plenty of time. Right. And it was just, you know, it was a mile and a half, two miles away. So I did go and I did reconnect with a lot of friends. And since then, I've seen them quite a few times. So, you know, that's been two and a half years ago. So I feel that whatever I was supposed to experience going to that reunion worked. Uh, between that and COVID, I think... I think that changed my opinion of a lot of things. And yeah. Uh, so, yeah. That's fair. Yeah. What do you do to keep your relationship? Yeah, this is, what do you do to keep your relationship fresh? Hmm. My friendships? Yes. I mean, so I think it's, different depending on the person is your old man listening to music in the background yeah can you hear it 
I can hear the bass, and I'm like, get it, get it, yeah, shake uh, that thing. He needed some motivation because we're a week out now from our move, and he needed some motivation to get some stuff done today. Because um, it's going to be a tricky week since I'm going to be gone off this week. So uh, at a meeting, so he's he's trying to get some stuff done today in preparation of the move. So he just needed a little motivation, get moving. We are a, um, I will say Ryan and I, so side note, um, I always think back about how whenever we were cleaning or anything at home when we were growing up, mom always had music playing, always. Always, always yeah. Whether it was cleaning the house, whether it was getting dinner ready, whether it was doing like our cookie baking in the holidays, whatever it was, we always had music. We would always be dancing in the kitchen. Um, and I have uh, brought that into my home. <laughs> um, and I will say Ryan is uh, in, the, in the same <clears throat> in the same group he is definitely a getting listen to music to get hyped up person also um which is nice because i know some people like you know don't want to have music in the background or don't you know whatever um so that's nice that we are both on the same page on that um i, I like listening to um albanac which is uh scottish drumming Oh, okay. And, and I shake my ass all over the house. Okay. Frank comes in and he's like, what in the, you know, I don't, I, I, yeah, it's very, it, it gets me going. Yeah. You do you. I'm all about it. Mm -hmm. I'm all about it. Um, so back to your question, what do I do? What? What do you do to keep your relationship with your friends? fresh i mean i think i don't do anything special i really don't maybe i'm not a good friend maybe i'm not as good of a friend as i think i am um, I, well i could answer it for you oh okay you keep your relationships young and fresh and interesting because you stay in touch. You work mm -hmm. at that. You make I time for to. each other. When you come here to Illinois, you guys go out and have dinner. Yeah. And and there is no skipping that when you're in town. Yeah. You see Claude no matter what. Mm -hmm. um, you and she does the same thing by when mm -hmm. she comes down, she's like, why don't you meet us? I think you met her in Miami once. You yep. do the Orlando thing a couple times. Yep. Um, so yeah, guys, in fact, yeah. in fact, in two weeks, so we had we had to not do it. it. It didn't work out, but we were supposed to be doing Universal with them in two weeks, but that ends up being when we're moving. So, yeah, yeah. I we try to stay in touch. I mean, she actually reached out to me the other day about Dad's surgery. Um, as far as like my other friends, I mean, I think with everybody that I know here in Florida, they've all got a lot of stuff going on, but I do try to take advantage of moments. Um, I mean, I talk to Christina very frequently um, and, you know, just kind of catch up and, you know, 
Ryan and I started up back our accountability meetings and Christina's in our accountability group. So we have like a set thing to see and kind of review our goals and things like that, like every week. Um, but I think it's just a matter of, I think a lot of the friends that we've met down here, they get on board and realize like, Hey, we're not the same people that you guys met nine years ago. Um, you know, we're not going out four or five nights a week anymore. We're not, you know, maybe not even going out once a week anymore, but you know, when things are, you know, when there's big happenings or things like we're still going to show up and Hey, you want to go out for dinner? You want to like, for sure, give us a call. Um, and I think, uh, we're in a different, I don't want to say season, but we've got shifting priorities. Everybody's got shifting priorities. So it's a matter of just continuing to stay in touch in different ways. Um, I think, um, but knowing that, you know, I know if I ever needed anything, I could call any one of the people that I know and like they would help. And I hope they feel the same way about me. Um, yeah. So I don't, I, I don't know that I do anything. I try to be, I think my biggest thing that I do for all my friends is I try to be joyful. Um, I try to be accessible. I try to be accessible, but I think even bigger than that, I want people to feel good when they're around me. I don't want to be a Debbie Downer. I don't want to only focus on drama or what's going wrong. I want to talk about like good stuff. I want to know, you know, I want to like, now that's not to say I don't also want to hear if you're going through a hard time. Of course I do. But I really want to talk to people about like what's going well. Like I want people to be happy when they're around me. I want to be able to make people happy um, and have fun and enjoy life. I don't know. That sounds so corny, but that's how I want people to think about me when they think about me that like, Oh, she's so like, not that I'm so fun. That's not it. Like that. I'm joyful. Yeah. That sounds so cheesy, but I'm here for but it, it. But it doesn't sound cheesy. It sounds like. Like I would never want someone to be like, mention my name and be like, Oh, she's such a Debbie downer. Like that would be the worst thing in the world for me. I think. Huh. Yeah. I would feel really bad if people, if, if somebody said my name and someone was like, oh, yeah, she's a downer. Oh, her. Yeah. Like, oh, she's always got drama. She's always depressed. She's always. <clears throat> well, that's kind of crummy. <clears throat> I don't think anybody could ever say that about you i don't think so either so i i'm so i'm happy so then i feel like i am doing so then i feel like i'm doing my part because i don't want i mean you're a little weird wanna, at times a little yeah, weird yeah i am but, yeah well everybody is i feel like i'm doing my part and i'm not bringing my emotional baggage for someone else to hold on to do i do that no 
Okay. But let's be real. You can't compare what we do with each other to what we do with friends because some of my emotional baggage is your emotional baggage. So we just carry it together. Oh, yeah. Yeah. What do you call the bike where two people ride it? Tandem. We tandem yeah, baggage. Tandem. We yeah, tandem, tandem baggage. baggage. That's right. That's true, Kel. We have shared baggage. Mm-hmm. We got a lot of stuff. We got a lot of stuff we've gone through. I, I have to tell you, and I think What's it was that? so it was so cute, Mom. Uh, I was telling her about a couple weeks ago where you know people change. Remember that topic we talked about how people change, and what really rod my butt is people still consider me to be the twenty year old. That's been a long time ago, mm. you know. Mm -hmm. um, and she said to me, you know, you commented or I spoke to her about that and she asked me if that game we played a game on Christmas Eve and I had suggested we do games and right. came up with some Christmas games and mom was gung-ho ready to go and I had said something to Carla about doing games and she brought this funny card game mm -hmm. and it was you flip it and the question is who do you consider to be the most okay let's say joyful so mm -hmm. everybody would go or who runs the show everybody would go around the room and say who they thought it was and if the person who got it right or who had this who had the, the same answer the, yeah um or the person who was the one who was the answer to the question so mm -hmm. it was like who likes to think they know everything and everybody yeah. looked at dad and said dad 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 and i think kira's uh boyfriend was like oh how do, <laughs> how do i answer this so he goes yes grandpa <laughs> <laughs> and dad had to get a card well one of the questions was who needs to be the center of the attention Mm. and it was between dad and I and I said I'll take it well mom so mom asked me a couple I don't know maybe it was last week did that bother you and I said I think what bothers me is people judge and converse about the way you are but they don't realize the way you are might have been 25 or 30 years ago. And that's mm -hmm. not your personality anymore. I don't need to be the center of anything. I'm happy to, to be a, a, a worker bee and get things done. And mm -hmm. if I need to take over and, you know, I have a lot of responsibilities and that's not a, Yeah, I think that's fair. Right? I think it, that's what happens in families, though. Families don't always recognize your growth and change. Right. Like, you're you're still that 12-year-old yeah. who made a bad decision. Like, right. right. Yeah, so I, I think that that made... I, I was touched that mom asked me that because, uh, you know... 
I've probably suffered with that, thinking to myself, WTF, for years, yeah. wondering why people continue to treat me as though I'm 16 and making a bad decision or that I'm, I'm 20 and getting married to the wrong person. Yeah. You know, uh, that's why there's divorces. Cause if you make that mistake, you can fix it. Yeah. You know, um, so I, I, I think part of friendships are the same thing. You don't, your relationships aren't the same as they were when you were 16. Mm -hmm. You have adult problems, adult responsibilities, um, parental care. You know, mm -hmm. we have friends who've lost their parents. Yeah. And it, they mention often that how lucky we are. And trust me, I know how lucky we are. You know yes. how lucky we are. And it bother, it hurts me that they have had to deal with that because as we get older, of course our parents are. And, you know, I just think, God, I hope our friends are there for us because that's going to be a terrible step to go through someday. Yeah. And even though it's a, it's a fact of life. Right. It doesn't make it any easier. For it sure. doesn't make And, and, you know, with you gone, you know, there for a very long time, mom was the only friend that I really had. I didn't spend time with anybody other than mom and dad and Frank, because they were always here and, Mm -hmm. always available and we could spend time without spending money and I kind of shrugged off my friends because I wasn't able to be social you know for me being social means you got to have 20 bucks in your pocket right and I went through a lot of years where I I don't even I don't think I had a dollar in my pocket but you know, life has changed and life is better, but you know, I muted myself. Sorry. Mm -hmm. Um, I don't know. I, it's I'm sitting here and I got tears running down my face. No, I don't understand what you're saying. Yeah, I get it. And I don't yeah. think, you know, like you said, your family, I, I feel like notices changes, but also still always has at the forefront, like how we were. You, yeah. Um, and I think that's just kind of one of those things. I don't know that it ever goes away. And I think it's kind of one of those, like, I think it's just kind of one of those things. I don't know. Yeah. It didn't bother me. In mm -hmm. fact, I think I raised my hand and said, I know you will all say that's me. But I want you all to recognize that I have changed in the last 35 years. Yeah. <laughs> Mops looking at me. And I'm just like, I'm just saying, you all look at me like I'm still 16. It got pulled over by Target. Sorry. Right. So, yeah. Yeah. That's so, fair. That's fair. I, I, I think, 
as time goes on, life really changes and gets interesting. And, and the closer you are to friends, the more you see them go through. And I think those moments of need and acceptance is what truly makes your friendship stronger. Yeah. Yeah, hundred percent. Like just the acceptance of like where you are at that period of time and knowing, you know, I think make knowing that you found the right friends is that they do kind of see you change and you see them change and you continue to show up for each other through those changes. I think. Right. Yeah, I absolutely agree. Yeah. I think that's important. I mean, because I think the last thing you want is to have a friend in your life at 45 who is the same exact person as when you were 16. Oh God, can you imagine? I would go crazy. <laughs> I, I mean, I think about some of the people we spend time with and oh I'm like, good Lord. Oh, it'd be too funny. How did mom and dad let us out of the house knowing we were out with these people? I mean, my friends were good people. I don't know what you're talking about. Yeah, you got you got in some you got in some or should have been in some trouble when we were kids. I don't know what you're talking about. Bullshit. <laughs> I'm just saying Anywho. I'm just saying bullshit. I don't need any help. I got in plenty of trouble just by myself, just fine. Absolutely. I agree with that. That's fine. I was the only, probably one of the, my only friends who was still getting grounded in high school. Well, remember when I moved home, when I was going through my divorce and dad grounded me because I, I was still outside at 2.30 in the morning? Well, yeah. Well, I was, 20, I was 27 years old. Yeah, he well, said, there is... No good girl is out at this time. <laughs> you know what kind of girls are still out of the house at this time of day? He was leaving for work I and mean... I was just coming home. And he goes, bad girls are out at this time of day. No, no respectable woman would be out at this time of night. And I said... What the real, what he really should have said is no respectable man would have kept you out this late. That's right. That's what he should have said. Because I'm a respectable woman, Joe. That's Sawyer. right. I was just. I would have been like, you're right, my, Dad. I was trying to come home. <laughs> I, I was like. I was trying to come home. And. Yeah. I argued a lot. Dad and I argued a lot. But that's because you're the same person. Don't say that. Dad has habits and mucus that I don't want. <laughs> oh, gosh. Poor dad. Maybe not in that regard, but personality-wise, temper-wise, you guys are pretty close. I I don't shake my head at people. Hmm. Okay. <laughs> Seriously. Oh, gosh. This one has absolutely no room to talk. Just saying, folks. <laughs> Just saying. I already have a temper. I don't know what you're talking about. Mm. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. My temper's been under wraps. Oh. 
you don't have a temper because you married Ryan and he has totally iced it out of me somehow. <laughs> I I don't even know what happened there, but he just doesn't with the yeah. temper thing. Yeah, it's ridiculous. Uh-huh. And what's funny is that like on the rare occasion, now he doesn't raise his voice, but on the rare occasion that he uses his like upset voice, I'm like. And <laughs> the- He has voices? He has an upset voice, yeah. Interesting. It's very rare. It's very rare. <laughs> Interesting. I've heard. I've heard the upset voice. I used to work for him. Oh gosh. Yeah. It must mean it's time to get off because I can hear me reverbing in your background. Oh. Suddenly, it was like echo, oh, echo, echo. Maybe because I'm in an empty office, and maybe I'm echoing, and that—that's possible. Yeah. Who knows? Oh, this was good stuff. So, last minute tips about being how to be a better friend, or what you're okay. looking like. Well, but yeah. like, the best traits that, of like what is a lasting friendship? Lack of judgment mm, and the ability yes. to listen. Yes. Yes. I think those things make for a very amazing friendship yeah, and and I remember think. what you are given as mm-hmm. far as friendship personality you know talking to uh being able to you need to do the same for your friend oh 100 relationships should not be single-sided one-sided okay. single-sided yeah hey i've got a question what? no I, no i won't i'll ask you when we're off the recording okay <laughs> Because it was it was a little bit personal. I'm going to ask anyway. So, no, I won't. Okay. I'll ask after. All right. It's interesting. Well, I'm looking over. I, I'm looking over my notes. Okay. I'm going to be sewing today, so I'm looking over my notes and and under things that I should ask if people would use is one reusable maxi pads that you use Mm -hmm. and wash dry and reuse Mm -hmm. um paperless paper towels reusable towels for the kitchen Mm -hmm. which i really like that idea i would i would prefer to do that than to keep buying paper towels as would i and then okay so i'll make those for us and then the big one yeah Reusable, washable toilet paper and bidet wipes. Mm, no, thank you. No, no, me either. Okay. I, no, I just, no. I, you know, I. You know, what's funny is that several years ago, I was watching this um, YouTube video. I can't even remember what channel it was. And it was um, a woman who was living in minimalism and sustainability. Like that was her whole her whole thing yeah and um at the time she mentioned that she did not buy toilet paper any longer and i was like hmm what now and so we're going to take this out on this gross story oh Uh, okay 
but she in her bathroom would have like reusable I don't know I guess like felt cloths or whatnot not felt but like cotton flannel cloths that they would use for themselves and um then there was a bucket next to the toilet of bleach water i can't remember the concentration uh that those rags would go into until wash day that's disgusting i'm not, I'm not here for it no that to me is just one step too far i think yeah i mean to each their own but for me personally that's too far i will use reusable um and in fact i have them and if you made these i would i would buy them um the flannel you know the baby flannel fabric mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. um I have purchased previously off of Etsy reusable like cotton pads. And I use that for toner on my face. So oh, I have I've, I've made those. Yeah. Well, at the time you weren't making them when I oh, bought okay. them. Because so, um, I bought these a couple of years ago. And um, I thought like instead of using, um, you know, cotton pads and making all that extra waste uh -huh. that I would do that. And uh, yeah, those are really nice. I would buy more. Okay. Recommend 10 out of 10. So that is a line I will cross, but not the uh, toilet paper situation i think we should keep that in i don't think we should take that out because this is the stuff we always talk about and the yes, yeah. this is this is a real life you want real life here it is, <laughs> it is. Do you wipe with reusable toilet paper or do you use paper mm. yeah yum la, 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 la. Yeah. Um, right absolutely absolutely <laughs> Well, I am going to let you go, sister, because today is Sunday and, you know, I just, yeah. I got a few things to do. Yeah, you got to spend some time with your hubs. We Yeah, we spent all day yesterday together staring at the television. We watched hey. reruns of Las Vegas. Quality time. Yeah. There you go. I now know why they canceled that show because by this point it's no longer interesting. It's this, you know, mm. James Conn running after Las Vegas, Josh Duhamel, uh -huh. Molly Sims, uh, James Conn. Yeah. I don't think I ever saw that. It, it's probably 18 or years old or, or more. Hmm. Interesting. Yeah. Okay. Mm-hmm. Perfecto. Right. All right, sister. All right. I love you. Have a good week. I'll All right. Talk you to too. you later. Have a great week, sisters. And <laughs> we will talk to you soon. And don't forget to take care of you. And your sister. Take it easy. Bye. Bye.
Thanks for joining us on another episode where my sister is your sister. I'm Kelly here with my sister, Karen. Don't forget to subscribe and share wherever you listen to your podcasts. Take care of you and your sister.